0: I watched the Chris Rock stand-up a long time ago. It's funny to me. I'm like, they're dirty jokes. They're dirty jokes. I'm like, it's weird because it's funny how I like Chris Rock. Chris Rock ain't for everybody. But what I find funny on the Netflix special, they edit out, which makes no sense that you do that because people spread that part around anyway. The part where are talking about Will and Jada. Big from, I mean, allegedly, but people believe in these fake news and think that it's real. So, Rock got smacked by Jada by Will Smith he spoke his truth Will Smith didn't have that energy when his son's friend fucked his wife he sat there crying on TV in front of his wife Talking about how he cheated, how she cheated on him. Now, that's some embarrassing shit. And he did say try to talk to him. He didn't want to even talk to him about it and gave him some bonuses. But that's everyone acting like they didn't see that. Y'all made fun of Will Smith for being a punk about it, but then when Ninny goes up, Trying to defend Will's, I mean, Jada Pickett, or a joke that he was actually laughing at. Went upstairs, went up on, the, on the stairs, I me mean, on the stage, smacked Chris Rock, and said, Keep my fucking name, my wife's name, who cheated on you multiple times, out your fucking mouth. Is your wife cheating? No, the thing about it is, me and my wife, my girl's even married. She cheated on me once this nigga got cheated on in front of the world sitting there with, and this us be real, this goes back to you parents who push your kids to get married Jada didn't want to get married to Will Smith her mother is that and said it'll work out, it'll work out which proves my point, you mothers stop pushing marriage on your kids not about you anymore it was about you when you didn't have us. It was about you when you, it wasn't even about, like, let's be real. It stopped being about you once we grew up. It's no longer about you no more. Sad truth. It was about you when you didn't have us. Like you tell us, not about you no more. Not about you. Stop making your kids live shit that you couldn't do. The only reason why, because yo ass never got married. Yo ass never had a long relationship. Yo ass was forced to have a fucking baby out of wedlock, got to grind for yo shit. Yo kids probably didn't even want to have no kids. But because the fact that you were forced to have kids, you want to fucking sit there and be all family-oriented. You're, like, You're losing my babies. Not- no, nigga, no baby is not going to keep no damn family together. Stop thinking that. Uh, like I told you, a baby is not keep a man a baby's gonna keep a fucking woman. A baby doesn't keep shit. Okay? Having a baby don't really change a lot of niggas. Niggas still game banging, claim sex, got having kids. Like, let's be real with it. Stop thinking that having a baby is gonna change any fucking goddamn thing. It doesn't. You got rappers with 20, 18, 16 kids. Don't even see them motherfuckers. So, miss me with that shit. So anyway, so will so Chris Tucker was very, Chris Rock was very quiet about it. His brother was talking about it. And I noticed he didn't say anything, but because the fact, but we all know what this is, it's, it's propaganda because think about it after that event, he used that for promotion. I don't know why people think that's not new. This is what they do. They use an event. Do they use something like this to promote for a show, a tour. And let's be real with it. It ain't like Chris Rock didn't mention or make our poke fun of Will. It wasn't that quiet. I take it back. There was a fucking um show that Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart, and Kevin Brunga a like out on stage. You know, because to me they're both, they are all, all three are ghosts to me in their own right. Kevin Hart ain't that funny. Yeah, he got his moments. Like, let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real, my nigga. You wanna sit and say, he's not a legend. How many fucking got okay when Chris when when Kevin Hart came out, how many of y'all kept on saying, alright, alright, alright? You don't learn today? That was Chris. That was Kevin Hart. When Kevin Hart first went mainstream, how many of y'all kept going? All right, all right, all right. Are going? You gonna go night night nigga? You gonna go night night nigga? Anyone gonna go night night nigga? Every even Tech Nine fucking quoted that shit in a song. Let's not act like you know Kevin Hart didn't didn't wasn't you know didn't give didn't have didn't have people saying that she wasn't just right along night night not funny. Hell, Soul Plane was a hood classic. Fuck you talking about. I'm just saying, but whatever. Our our, our dad dude is—he'll go back on his old '90s motherfucking goddamn because because he took a it took him a while to grind. And it's kind of funny how a comedian can grind as far back as the '90s, blow up in the early 2000s, and no one ever sit there and say you're too old to be doing comedy. You have Tony Baker, who is. I'm gonna just say 50, just off how he looks. Who didn't get mainstream successfully was like in his mm, 40s, doing like voice overs. Now he's doing, he's underground, he's doing he's doing his thing. It's funny how they come out to comedians, y'all don't put an age limit on when they start becoming funny. Or when they blow up. But y'all sure put an age limit on rappers. Because it's cool. Well, if you do it in a corny fucking way. If you're 40, you shouldn't be rapping like you're in your fucking goddamn 20s. I'm 35 years old. I am reaching a point where I am rapping my age. You have niggas who are innate. If, if you look at all the rappers that passed away, right? I'm looking at them. They're like 40 years old. Yes. 40. And these niggas are so it you know black don't crack. So they look so young and make these songs that sound so like it was on the radio and what you hear nowadays that you forget that they're 40. Like music is therapeutic to most people. That's what Donnie was talking about. Like you can hate all the fuck you want, but you got to understand, people ain't trying to fucking make music to be famous, my nigga. Every time someone posts up music on TikTok, they just want to show their music to the world. And they might have a message that might resonate with people. Maybe these people really go through shit and want to help people with their fucking music. You're not trying to be famous. but People never think like that. Y'all want to sit there and compare rappers to the mainstream, which is stupid to me. I said, this in multiple podcasts. About to what I'm talking about. So, of course, he, he made fun of him at the time when uh this one dude attacked Dave Chappelle. Bad move. We protect Dave Chappelle at all cost. And got his ass whooped. And you know what Chris Rock said? Was that was that Will Smith? So he was poking at Will Smith. It was like he wasn't saying nothing, he was poking. A little bit at Will Smith, he didn't really say it, he was poking at him. Then, when he made the Netflix special, he said what he felt, and it kind of funny how the last Netflix special, people thought it was real funny, but we, but but it's funny. It's, it's this is how weird people are, because this is his second Netflix special. The first Netflix special, no one didn't really care about it. I was watching it, I liked it. You know, and it wasn't a lot of controversy or nothing. Because this Netflix special, the new one, surrounds the controversy. Because, again, fans want to know what the fuck you want to say. What are you going to say? And You can't just blame, like, Chris Rock. People always want to just ignore the fact that there are fans who want to hear what Chris Rock had to say. And he said what he felt. And he left it like that. And because he said that, fans and one of the people wants to say, he's bitter, let it go. Mike, bro, dude got slapped on national television at the fucking Oscars. And you got, and just keep in mind, this, this is white people shit. Like the Oscars, the Oscars, that's white people shit. And I seen this one Oscar, this old Oscar, this old actress she used to go to, she was, she was winning Oscars. When the Oscars was new, and she said the Oscars is not elegant like it used to be. That's what happens to me that niggas around the Oscars. You know what I'm saying? Because the Oscars are elegant and, and elegance and this. You know what I mean? Even with the Grammys it was so elegant. You know what I mean? Let me see when the Grammys first started because the Grammys ain't us. Hmm. The Grammy Award started back in 1958. The Grammys started back in 1958. It was elegant. You know what I mean? It was elegant. That's not for us. It was hosted in in the Beverly Hills and the Hiltons. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like real talk. first Grammy Award winners. The first Grammy Award winner... was... um, Frank Sinatra, of course. And... You know, people like that. Like I told you. It was Frank Sinatra, the chipmunk song by Dave Sabana Chipmunks. Because y'all niggas want to because people want to sit there and say, what the fuck? The album of the Chipmunks, they ran the 80s, so you can pretty much say that they got rebooted. Remember I told you how reboots ain't new? Album and The Chipmunks been around since the 1950s and didn't become popular to like the 1980s. And still went gold. And here, in the 1950s, they was nominated for a Grammy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, bro. Like I said, it was elegant, the Grammys. Very elegant. Very elegant, and very open, very elegant. Once you start giving rappers Grammys, because there was a time when people, when the rappers, every rapper in the game boycotted the Grammys because they wanted hip hop to be seen. Big mistake. Because now the powers that be said, hey, you know what? We'll take this black urban culture. And since they want to sit there and take our shit, they took NBA for us because if you notice, the basketball NBA was mostly white people. They took NBA from us. They're dominating in the NFL. They took, you know, now they got this new thing called hip hop. They're demanding the Grammys. Okay, we'll 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 take we'll take. You know what? Let them in. Let them in. And you know what? We're gonna whitewash rap in the future. As time goes on, we're gonna whitewash this this hip-hop shit. We let them just do what the fuck they want to do, talk of that political shit fine. As years go on, we find that window to wash and dilute, we got them. Tell me if I'm lying. Look how rap is now. We can't even talk about political issues about some idiot who know nothing about rap talking about I don't want to hear that political fucking racial shit. A lot of fucking current events going on. I'm gonna talk about them though. I miss when the rappers just talk about current events. I'm gonna just do it because I'm not such a no label. I'm going off the expectations of other people, which their expectations do not ever line up to my expectations. They want me to be the next Wiz Khalifa or someone. You just, like, look at how they do it with Earl. To them, Earl is MF Doom's son. To the point where Tyler used to rap like Daddy F, like I miss, I wish Tyler was still rapping like MF Doom. What my fucking point? Don't complain about rappers biting stealing fucking flows when you embrace rappers that steal someone else's fucking flow because it makes no fucking sense to me. But back to what I'm saying about no Chris Rock and and about, about the Grammys. The Grammys used to be elegant, just like the Oscars, elegant. Until so they let, let the niggas in, it's no longer elegant. Keep in mind, after the, at the, at the, at the Grammys, you let a drunk high ODB hop on stage and say Wu-Tang for the children and thought that in, in front of all these fucking white people looking at him like he was some drunk ass nigga that just happened that was just sitting there on the, on the, on the street not seen that shit you just seen the looks of their faces when they seen odb so y'all that was a hip-hop moment but to them we just showed it just proves we just pretty much showed the negative stereotypes that they've been talking about with us i'm just saying like we had our own shit we had the source awards we had the ozone BT when it was still black yet we still want to be accepted by these motherfucking awards that were not meant for us it's like we wanna be offended by these people so much it's not fucking funny. Like I told you, the Oscars was elegant. You didn't see no actor from the 1970s, from the 1960s and 50s smacking someone on national TV. The fact that it was two black men, that was when it was a problem and that's when this lady and that's what made me like, then on top of the fact this one lady who won Oscars back in the days when the Oscars was elegant said how it's barbaric now and this is right after the whole slap thing even the Grammys you see how know, fucking Kanye came up on stage and said Taylor Smith I'm really happy for you but Beyonce had the best video of all time <laughs> have you ever seen somebody if it it wasn't a comedian that's different but Kanye's not a fucking comedian well he acts like one but he's not a comedian and people on Twitter baby Twitter oh fuck you Kanye how dare you and everyone was just saying the same shit I'm like I'm just keeping it honest with you bro (laughs) they're not liking that shit we're taking all their shit And it's it's fun, and it's crazy. And then to make this shit crazy, what makes it more crazy is that people went from defending Will, defending Chris Rock, attacking Will Smith, doing those played out dad Will Smith smack jokes. Because what the fuck they are, they're dad jokes. Will Smith alien, I mean, does a bad boys too. I hope Will Smith doesn't smack nobody. (laughs) Will Smith Independence Day. I hope Will Smith I hope Will Smith don't smack that alien. Like all I'm hearing is fucking dad jokes. And niggas like, "Who is this shit's funny. Ooh. But when you read it out loud, those are corny ass dad jokes. Those are corny ass dad jokes. You don't see here's the kicker. They're so bad, I have yet to see a rapper say something like, I smack these niggas like Will Smith. I didn't see not one rap bar here that one rap bar using as a reference if it was that stupid just be smacked like Will Smith I don't see battle rappers saying that shit nigga this is trained um, nigga um, this is independence like let me see if they say I'm a bad boy I smack this nigga with I smack this nigga like Will Smith I've never seen a fucking person say no shit like that. <laughs> like, come on, bro. And then you have people, because again, people care about image so fucking much. Just, it's not the first time Will Smith smacked somebody. It's kind of funny when Will Smith smacked that one white dude for trying to get too close to him. That didn't blow up like that. But guess what? Cause, because, because that, they're going to re-upload that video like it's new, when it's not. See, Will Smith been smacking people, see? This is why I hate Hollywood, and I hate the whole idea of you have to have an image. Because, nigga, just be your fucking self. Like, if someone was a racist to me, and, like, straight-out blunt racist, it'll, it'll fuck me up, but at least he showed me his fucking true face. Oh, he's a racist. I shouldn't fuck with him. But when you sit here and you portray a fucking image... Just because you want to be Mr. Squeaky Clean. Fuck that, no one's Squeaky Clean. That's the most hardest image to keep. It is. I don't know why fans, people get so attached to that Squeaky Clean image. That is the most hardest fucking image to keep. All right, re- like, let me tell you, let me tell you, the anti-hero image is not, is not hard because you you you're showing your flaws and you showing your fucking good side, all in one. The the if you want to be a borderline dick, that's not hard to do. But you know you're gonna be trying to you know, kind of want some you know re- redemption for something because you're going to be like, man, I wish I didn't do that. So there's a there's a middle ground I guess to be played. You can't be too squeaky clean. You can't be too bad. Got to be right in the fucking middle. So like I said because people are so used to Will Smith being so squeaky clean and shit, and keep in mind, dog, like, he, after the whole thing with Jada and all that, it's crazy. And for him to smack Will Smith, I'm like, why didn't you smack the dude that fucked your wife? Let's see, that's why we have these little mothers who are your little baby boys. Be a good boy, be a good boy, be a good boy. Be a good boy. You a sweet boy. Like, I'm tired you mothers raising your boys like that. Like, when my girl fucking cheated on me long time ago, that one time, a real man should have fucking told me, my dad, oh my God, no, bitch, you could have fucking taught me even as a teenager about love. Like, you parents, y'all be lazy when you raise your kids especially during the teens. I don't know what is it with you dumb parents with parents who just for some reason just don't want to even be don't don't ever want to teach your kids shit when they're in their teens. They like 13, 14. It's like for some reason them teenage years you just do not want to fully be a parent. You just want to baby your kids and be their best friends. They going through real shit. You tell them to get over it. You, They going through shit like fucking social anxiety and all of these things. You not being there to comfort them and shit. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Especially with the boys. Like, real talk. They getting bullied in school. I think mean, I was on a fucking uh, subreddit. And it's weird. Like I told you, in high school, I used to get bullied. But dearest moments I really want to... Fuck niggas up. I I, I had the height. Now, if I would've had the muscle like I got now and became hefty just off of appearance alone, don't you fuck with Mike. Like real talk. Niggas would've been like, don't fuck with that nigga. Mike, that nigga been exercising. I mean he been boxing, nigga can fuck you up. I could have fucked like bro. This ain't new. I'm back in the back in the days they had this um segment, this segment on 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 Sally. And my mama told me to watch it because I was being bullied. This is the same thing. I'm six feet tall, and it's always a little motherfucker. Because they, they're, they're, they're basically hating I didn't even understand it. I, it was always like a short day that bullied me. But I never understood it. And I realized these motherfuckers, are they're intimidated because I'm taller than them. So they feel good. Like, yo, I just punked a tall nigga. And I didn't even notice that. If I would have noticed that quick, I would have fucked that nigga up. I would have beat his ass. There's a lot of times I regret that because my because it, the pride don't go away. That's the thing I learned about the subway. Like that don't go away. Every time I just envision me fucking up somebody because I didn't get a chance to fuck up nobody in high school when it was called for. You know, you got niggas. Even the whole bullshit with KLA Records and shit. I want to beat the fuck out them niggas. trying to sue me for nothing but I fucking play their game and I won like all like but that's the thing dogs like I can't get over that shit and the thing about uh, black men when we have mental issues it doesn't even get seen as it's like well you're a man suck it up no nigga we're we're human like, I'm mentally fucked because of the fact I didn't fight motherfuckers. And how you mothers raise your boys is so contradicting because one moment you want them to fight back and when they want to fight back, it's like you don't know if you want them to be a man or a boy. This is when the father step in. And you ain't got to be in the kid's life, but, nick like, you know, have your own life. But, nigga, that's through your child. But niggas don't care. And so when they start gang-banging and and joining gangs and doing shit whose fault is that you can't blame a kid at that fucking point he had no guidance he looked for that gang to for that gang to give him something that he couldn't get see my dad was backwards he had a son prior to having me and treated me way more better than his older son real talk but I'm just keeping it booked, bro, like for real. It, it gets it gets an, it gets annoying, man, and that shit is it is dramatizing. To the point where and I was never like that. After I got bullied by this bitch nigga, Quinny, yeah, that's his fucking dumbass name. I don't care, fuck him. And um after that, he was this is when we had track A, track B, I was on track C. And you know how track C come back on this day, you know, that that shit. So this is that old I am. like who remember tracks track A track B track C So any fucking goddamn way he's no longer at the school but that still fucked with me from 11th 12th grade I couldn't smile I was always serious like girls was on me I was too awkward to talk to them cuz there is no male to, smile to talk to girls but you know it, it's, it's more like I told you It makes more sense when a man Teaches a boy how to talk to girls And I shouldn't have to fucking And the thing about it is my, my biggest mistake was my thought I shouldn't have to go to a counselor At school To 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 ask to be a, for a father figure Or a mentor That was my mistake Because I should have seen the big picture Your dad isn't going to fuck about you Those best niggas in the hospital now having strokes you have to fucking go and look for a mentor. So I should have just looked at these these um, teachers. Or they were there were school counselors, and I never went to a single school counselor. Which I should have. I should have took the thing like, yo, this is fucking with me. Let me go to a school counselor to help me out with my problems. I should have to wait till I was my in the 10th, 11th grade to do that. I mean, to 11th, 12th grade, then they're about to graduate to do that. That should have been addressed right after the whole situation. Like, right after that dumb nigga stopped stop, stop seeing him at school, I should have went to a school counselor to get my fucking mind right so I would find, so I could find me some peace. So I wouldn't be sitting here in my fucking 20s, 30s, still having my pride fucked. Up because I didn't fucking whoop a niggas ass. Or I didn't put a bitch in check. Cause yes, females try to come at me too. Even my sister. That's the thing about you about family members. Because this is more traumatizing. Because you gotta look at it like this too. You have people in your family who bully you way worse than niggas at fucking school. Think about it as a teenager. that think about it. Think about it being a teenager. You getting bullied at school every day. And you getting bullied by your fucking goddamn bigger sister, and they don't call it bullying, it's called, I'm toughing you up, you too soft, and even when you fucking start getting start getting what they want, and be hood, like them, no, my black brother, no you see what I'm talking about so, it's like I was, you we were born fucked and it's, it's, it is, and it's, and it's ridiculous and that's what I'm saying with Will Smith thing. So I'm saying his like real it's obvious. His mom just babied the fuck out of him. Raised him to be soft. And this is what the fuck happened. You can't blame the kids. You are the fucking example. So when them kids grow up and be adults and be fucked and don't know how to do shit. That's your fault. Now, if they want to be hard-headed and you trying to do their best, your best as a parent to raise them right, and they don't want to listen to you, well, whatever. That's their fault at that point. But if you're doing, if you ain't doing nothing and not guiding them right, guess what? You are a fucked up parent. If you're telling your grown kids to have kids, knowing that they're not in the financials to have one because you just want them to be around family more, you're a fucked up parent and people can sit there and argue and say that's wrong it is wrong because why would you want to push your kids to have a kid to spend time with you and even though we've been living with you for our whole life let's be real with it but back to what I'm saying about about Will Smith he was raised like that period where's the mothers I mean where's the fathers no one nigga ain't got no father in his fucking life when he, when he trying to protect me when a girl cheats on him. Like, trust me, my dad was around me when I was in my teens, and my girl, What I wouldn't be fucking with her right now. I would have been fucking with a bunch of different fucking girls at this point, because I had a man to guide me. But the issue with you dumbass parents and you dumbass older siblings... You think that because we have good grades in school, we smart. We know what's up. We don't know what's up. But that's okay. We got YouTube. I can find a mentor. Kids can find mentors on YouTube. They can have a mother figure or father figure on YouTube. The internet is raising your kids better than you. And you don't even fucking even care. Prove to the point that you didn't want to have the kids to begin with. You must. like. Let's be real with it. And as technology goes on, you're gonna forever have your kids being raised by the internet. Because you don't wanna be there to actually raise them. And when the internet raises your kids better than you, that just proved that your ass was a, is a bullshit parent. Okay, when I was in high when I was out of high school, when YouTube first started, I was looking up low self-esteem videos, how to be a man videos. Yeah. If I can go back on my old fucking, it's like, it wasn't even my YouTube channel. It was my cousin's YouTube channel. If I can go back on that YouTube channel, all it was was just self-esteem. I need low self-esteem type of shit. Because that's what I was dealing with. And just, you know, utter shit. But that's what I was dealing with. And the thing about you, parents, you don't see in you older siblings, you don't care. Especially if you're like women, like how women act like niggas, and you got older, you got an older sister that acts like a nigga. This is now, this is the shit that kills me. You women don't act like women. You just want to be there to nurture, not act like niggas. Like when my fucking when my wife was in the hospital, and I had to keep the house together, my mama didn't give a fuck, and my sister didn't give a fuck that my wife. Was in a hospital and it felt wrong that she's, that she's in a hospital and you're paying the rent and the bills. How is that wrong? She, she can't help. She's in a fucking hospital, hurting. It's like that's the shit I'm talking about. And then because we family, I gotta deal with your bullshit. That's that's bullshit. That's that's fucked up. And then you not care about my my wife's feelings. When she attacks y'all for treating her like shit, and don't you up his old shit, you you cheated on him. That was years ago. There's a there's there is a a a a, a saying. If people still hold on to the shit, to your past, they haven't grown. The fact that my mom and my sister kept on holding on to old shit, like y'all fucked in the house, even though that could have been avoided if you let me move the fuck out the house. And that's how you parents, that's how you mothers always want to try to control your kids. Because mothers know best. And that's a lie. And we need to stop saying that. They don't always know best. If your fucking son is 25 years old, his girlfriend, that he's been with. Mind you, it's 25. I've been with my girl since I was 20, 21. At this point, we damn near a married couple. We could have moved out. That's the issue. Because mama knows best. Mm-hmm. No, you don't know best. Because if I would move out the house, you wouldn't my wife wouldn't be, my girl wouldn't be living with you. And on top of the fact, we had our own fucking place. Because that's the issue with you parents caring way too much about your boys. To the point where you're babying them. You do not let them to be men. Now I don't want to hear, well, you should be happy that you have mothers that still parents that still care about your kids. To an extent. When your kid is 25, 23, you should let them have their own decisions. That's the whole point. What was the whole point of raising your kids to be independent, but they won't let them be independent? You raising your kids to tie their own shoes, uh, walk by themselves without a walker, talk. You know, you raising, you know, you take them to school to learn their ABCs and and, and, and work on a... Uh, basically, teach them to be on a schedule, because that's what the fuck is like, and just in the work ethic, and you're teaching them all these things, all these things from school, from elementary to, to, to fucking first grade, second grade, all the way to high school, all this to prepare them for the world to be in the... And as soon as they fucking come out, and as soon as they go to college, as soon as they move out, as soon as they get to the point where they want to move out their house and be independent, because all the shit that they learn to be independent, you're keeping them dependent. What was the point? What was the point? We know life is tough. We get bullied every time. Like life showed me people, people wasn't shit. When I was in elementary school, when I had a, my first friend portrayed me Life taught me some taught me about heart ache, puppy love. Life teaches you life is the best teacher at this point. So what's the point? We learn from it. But again, off the tangent. But back to, you know, the whole Will Smith thing. It's like, first of all, like I told you, the smack jokes are fucking corny. If you read any smack joke of Will Smith's smack joke, is a dad joke every time. This is going to be a smacking movie. <laughs> it's like dad jokes with other dads liking it. <laughs> but like I say in my other podcast, the fact that y'all I'm ashamed of you, Will Smith. That's what I hate about fans that do that shit. This is what happens when you get too attached to a fucking celebrity. Image. That you forget he's a fucking human. And that's the shit that I I will I don't understand. That's a human. A flawed human. You see why well, you see what I'm saying? I'm gonna write about that in a rap song too. About straight up about hero, about hero worshiping. I'm gonna call this song Will Smith. William Smith. The whole song will be just about basically being human and analyzing these fucking celebrities like they're not human. Because they are human. Keep in mind that same person that was flipping your burgers at McDonald's a few years ago is now in the Billboard charts. Same person is more known. That's how I see it. People don't see it like that. Because motherfuckers don't fucking see you, into, you into, your, into your mainstream and think that, oh my God. Nah, I see some of these fucking people. Yeah, I get a little starstruck, but I keep it in mind, this is not, this is a human being. No, this is not, no, yeah, this is, this is a celebrity, but, you know... a human being too I bleed, he bleeds, I breathe, he breathe, that's simple, and some of them are assholes, because I remember when I, when I met other people the only, let's be real, the only two people that was really chill was Babu and Evidence, the other dude was being a dick, he was like oh yeah, I'm like fuck, but Babu was cool and Evidence was cool but I like that, that Peoples people as a group is just that one guy, he went me the wrong way. And it's like, I know you can't be like, yo, dog, I'm, I rap. Because how many motherfuckers go up to these like, yo, I do rap music. I don't tell people that shit. It's like how it's embarrassing when you see Jay-Z, who you rarely see doing autographs, some corny ass rapper in the background, rapping rhymes, that is corny people do to understand what corny is that is corny that is corny hey, Jay Z's taking autographs, let me go use this moment, writing autographs people are going to be with cameras, let me go take this moment to show my talent you see what I'm saying that's corny that's beyond corny. Not someone getting married, not someone finding love, not someone that used to be gangster but didn't want to fucking change his life around for something positive. I don't know why niggas call that corny. Cause like I said, fans get a, some fans get so attached to that image, is not funny. I'll give an example, right? Look at Gucci, man, and this clone bullshit. Oh, yeah. I gotta gotta say this shit. It seems to me people don't know that people... This goes back to what I'm saying about celebrities are human. Eminem came out when he was 27. Kid. He is damn near 50. He's not gonna always look the same. And you forget, at one point, Eminem was fat. Because he was going through it here's pictures of him being fat and so was that fat Eminem McClone, or was that the same Eminem cause he was fat at one point cause he, he was doing drugs he lost proof and he was very depressed then he lost weight and like here's the thing he lost weight kicked the drugs still do his eye twitch cause of drugs and he's more in shape now he's a clone. Notice how it happens like that. You know what I mean? It always happens like that. Same thing with Gucci Man. Do have like a big old pot belly, disgusting everything. He goes to fucking work. He goes. He goes to jail. Loses uses time wisely. Um, exercise, lose weight, shreds himself down. Comes out of jail with a new body. He's not. Pop belly Gucci, now he's a clone, which, which is stupid to me. So that means this: if Gucci man just slacked off on his diet, right, and just kept eating, 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 got that big old pop belly, and looked all fat again, and shaved his fucking beard off, the old grew up is back, and I bet you on my life they'll do that too, which proves my point: how fans are. They are. Most fans are just so attached. To the image. Like when Eminem blonde his fucking hair. He's still slim. But any kind of funny how them, how, like, it's weird to me. So if Eminem, he's slim now. But if he just went and just blonde his hair, like, super blonde. Keep in mind this dude is sober. But you got fans who are so sadistic. They think, hey, an artist that's on drugs, they make the best music. Yeah, and they die too. But doesn't matter because I'd rather a rapper die over a drug overdose than to see them fall off and just keep us with great music. You do have fans who think like that. It's very sadistic. So I'm sure these, most of these artists never really wanted to die over an overdose. I'm sure some of them wanted to keep making music, but because some fans are like, I like your older shit better, you should be tired, like, I'll give you an example, right? Killer Mike has an album called Michael coming out. Guess who's on that fucking album? Uh, Andre 3000. Now, of course, every time Andre 3000 is featured on an album, y'all want to be like, Where is your album, Andre? Where is your album, Andre? Come on, drop it now. Whoa, I thought it was too late for him. But you know why? Because he's more complex than Big Boy. And then, of course, I wish all artists st- strive to be lyrically great, as Andre 3000. Yeah, but you gotta understand, some fans are so stupid. If they, they'll do this to you, they'll they'll pick what kind of artist that you are. Cause I tried that complex lyrical shit, and I wasn't just saying random shit. I was using a whole bunch of like different poetic devices. Oops, rap-based poetry. But I guess niggas didn't know that And motherfuckers did not like the shit So I had to dumb it down And make chill, vibey shit That's over-underwhelming He's not He's not He's not using a bunch of playful He's not over He's too monotone He's not doing this With his voice And it's funny Because when I used to do that With my fucking voice sis Back in 2018 Niggas did not like the shit So what are we doing? What are we doing? So I don't want to hear in twenty twenty three and on as I'm making music. Why you rap so monotone? Go back on my old shit and explain to me why why I why I why I rap the way I rap. First of all, I'm thirty five years old. I shouldn't be rapping like that. But it was more entertaining to you, but back then when I was doing it, it like cause I hate when fans do that shit. Where in real time when you do something they call the shit lame and trash, and then as soon as you stop doing it for like a cool minute, and you're doing it how by the books, then it's like, I want the old you. I hate that. I really do. I'm not gonna revert back to that. It's not happening. Cause it's weird. because you don't believe, look at Shit the Shocker. Like I told you in my older podcast about Shit the Shocker. This dude used to rap completely off fucking beat. People call him the worst rapper ever because he rapped off beat. Here's a kicker, it's a rap, you rap on beat or off beat, folks still call you trash. It doesn't fucking matter. Oh, and if you say it's like this, this will make a rapper trash. You're rapping off beat, but it's kind of funny because rappers be me be rapping off beat. You no know, I don't say nothing. And uh are doing some or say a weird line like the bird, bird, birds, the birds, the word, or anything that's weird or just random. Nope. If you have a random song topic. Nope. If you say a line, if you compare yourself to something obscure, if I say I'm the rap, I'm the I'm the black Shishamaru. If you know, if you watch Inuyasha, you know. A lot of motherfuckers never grew up watching Inuyasha, so they'll be thinking he's just saying some random shit. So therefore, line that makes you corny. So anytime, and also if you make songs where you say something that is against status quo or, un, or non-conformant and not or non-conformative oh, we're not fucking with that, it's cringe. But at the same time, put out your message, artist, put out your message. Put out your message, if we don't fucking relate to it, it's cringe, it's corny, it's trite, and all these other little pretty words that we viewers want to fucking say to fucking demean what the fuck you're talking about, what you stand for. I thought as an artist, if you don't stand for anything, motherfuckers won't fuck with you. But it's funny, but if you do stand for something that does not correlate with whatever else fucking goddamn doing, Motherfuckers will sit there and call you lame and trash, which makes no fucking sense to me because motherfuckers be complaining every year about rappers to stand up and do something different and talk about different things, but it's evident to me that you don't. you just talking to your fucking ass. I don't got time to be playing with motherfuckers like that because I don't, I'm, no nigga. Life is too short to be trying to figure out shit like that. That's why I don't, I just make it for my fucking self. If you fuck with it, you fuck with it. You don't, you don't. And I'm only getting better at Minecraft for me. Not to be a Mr. Top 5. There are a lot of like, I'm going to show you niggas I can fucking rap. You want to call me trash? Like, yeah, I get inspired by rappers. It's just I fucking do. But like, like Kambata, I get inspired by him all the time. And I'm not going to say I wish I rap like him. Because like, I do wish I, I rap like him. But I'm going to rap at his level. And if a nigga don't like it, it can suck a dick. Because I'm tired of this whole safe shit I'm doing. And granted, I'm not going to say I don't like the chill vibe music because some of it is dope to me but there is some times i want to just bar the f- and i haven't done that in a long damn time because i was stooped i'm so dumbly trying to be heard by a bunch of motherfuckers that are putting me in a box dorky is cool but the nigga put me in a box where I'm, he told me straight off when he we heard one of my songs that clicked which is the chill vibey shit? That's your lane. That's who you are. That's your lane. And ever since then, that's all I've been making the whole time. Even with DJ show, I like I was sit there if I fucking sent a song like fucking, uh, you know, slow down just because the fact that it's. I'm rapping with this monotone, distinct voice because on earth that makes you whack. If your voice is too distinct to the point where we can't detect who it sounds like, you're trash too. Too easy. I noticed that shit too. At the same time, artists have your own unique voice. Don't tell artists to have something unique in in you and you don't like it. That's just fucking counterproductive. And critics do that all the time. So I don't know why people say, no, listen to the critics. Like, what your Chris has about me? Oh, he got good flow, but he's too monotone. (laughs) But 21 Savage, though. But Earl, though. Quasimodo. Madlib. I mean, same person. Um, MF Doom. Really? Evidence? I can name a lot. Even Alchemist has a monotone voice man rock Marciano, are you fucking kidding me and you want to sit there and have that be like that's just the main critique when you know that there's talented artists with the same vocal tones y'all want to sit there and act like they don't exist that's the issue i have with hip-hop fans and we viewers period when they critique monotone or youtube monotone fuck you Because I try being very animated with my voice. It sounds, it sounds dumb even when I do. There's some songs that I delete completely off of fucking SoundCloud because of that shit. That's not me. What am I doing this for? And you know when some don't sound like you, when you don't fucking feel it. If I'm not feeling what I'm doing, what makes you think this person gonna fucking feel it? That's not me. What am I doing that for? I don't rap like that. What am I rapping like this for? To so appease a bunch of dumbass kids who want me to fucking be a part of a moment? Because that flow is not new, it's a moment. Because when that trend dies, there's another flow. Why waste my time? And then what's their excuse? Well, it's because you're, because it, it, I, it was said, it's the flow. It's dope. Who gives a shit? Once you look for artists that actually can fucking do it, like uh, there's a beat by a mini producer. I went back on that beat just so I could try to fucking you know, see. Cause the first time I did it, I freestyled and this shit sounds stupid. Then I said, let me go back and approach it how I now approach songs. Still don't sound right, and it's not be. It's not because of the beat. It's because that beat legit is not for me. I don't know why people want artists to be so diverse. And they're like, well, that's not. That's because you're not being fucking, fucking. You're not being very vague like you're being vague okay you can't tell an artist that does chill rap to fucking do uh, hardcore rock or any other genre they don't understand it you can't talk on different genres and you don't understand it because then it will sound like you're just trying to do a watered down or imitation of a genre that you obviously don't know nothing about and since rap has multiple genres I can hop in some alternative shit It's easy I can hop into some alternative shit I can hop into some fucking lo-fi shit No problem I have a lo-fi song right now Called um, this, Just me this, Just me fucking around I will never submit independent radio Because it's me being me And niggas want me to fucking follow Like I told you before I already know the the whole Thing with that Just talk about real shit over a chill vibey beat And niggas will eat that shit up Like this candy because really we like substance, yeah, yeah, but it's not like what I'm saying is so groundbreaking. I'm just speaking my truth in a song and how I feel. And people just relate to the words. And that's all I can do. I can't say punchlines or nothing like that unless the punchlines hit. I can just say some real shit. But you got fans who are so retarded, they think lyricism equates double entendres and punch lines and metaphors And thing because if you're not seeing Not one punchline, Not one metaphor Guess what? You're not a lyricist When lyricist, by definition Means someone that writes lyrics Nothing to do with metaphors Nothing to do with punch lines How retarded are you? Because not everyone is good at punch lines So you're going to tell me Ice Cube and a fucking lyricist? You wanna tell me not a fucking lyricist? Cause he's not known for punchlines and metaphors. Stupid. <laughs> Very stupid. But like I say, man. As for the as for the and then but like I said, it's just so dumb how people just turned on Chris Rock because he spoke his piece about Will Smith and said He just... He just... He get over with, man. I'm like, okay... How how, how would you feel... getting smacked... On national television... In front of the whole world... And then get embarrassed... Like... That's why I say... Social media is fucking retarded to me, man. It's retarded to me... Because back in 05... We... Social media was around... But we never literally control our lives... Like how it's controlling our lives now. Like... We was aware of MySpace... You know... Black planet. We had two-way pagers. You can go online, go on to MySpace. We didn't let that control our life like that. Same thing with... Um, with uh, like around 08, 09, like near like the end of the MySpace era. We still had, you know, social media, like with baby Facebook, baby Twitter, baby Instagram. We still didn't let those things define us. And there was no cancel culture and things were still normal. After around 2018, 19, after 2019, 20, internet's controlling everything. Watch what you say. Watch what you do. You offending people that choose to look up your content just so they can complain about what you're talking about. Basically control what you're saying. I'm just saying, bro. Even music remember i told you about that fucking um that example of how we try to get how rappers want to get accepted by the grammys and wanting these one these white people from the grammys to accept rap they did and now they're watering it down to the point where artists can't be themselves you gotta you got cats who don't know nothing about this culture telling us about the culture you have motherfuckers that review your music who don't know nothing about the culture, who, if you're not making music that's specifically trendy, they will sit there and rip your shit apart. If you have a fucking voice that's not entertaining ain't not being zany with your voice. No one damn well, if I were to do that with my voice, would call this shit trash. I don't get about this way, on monotone, like who, who critique my shit. You're too monotone. But at the same time, if I were to sit there and rap like this, oh, that's not it, fam. That's why I don't submit. That's why I tell you. I only submit my fucking music to two people. DJ Show and and Dorky. Nobody else. No, especially no fucking TikTok music reviewer. them Because I've seen I've seen I see how these motherfuckers move. They care about pop singles. They care about rappers or artists imitating us on the fucking radio and just mimicking it to, a, to an extent and sending it to them. They don't care about an artist being their true self. There's no real hip-hop. Night, like, there is one, but then you, then you get to this point where you're not super bar lyrical, spiritual, favorite, cool, working the girl, because that shit still has, that still has a place. And a little bit. It has a little place. And if you're not rapping like... Yeah, you know, I'm going hard in the paint because motherfuckers talk shit, man. Good luck. Like that. Because, yeah, y'all over-exaggerate that shit. And if you ain't doing that, this may say about over-exaggerative delivery. That's what Harry Mack was talking about. Because you have motherfuckers just getting, because it's acting to them. And guess what? We want you to do that. But then they come up as fucking corny because that's not how you really act. Like, I'm, like, for real. You don't see me go, behind the motherfucking beat and just do this. Motherfuckers talk shit, I get stupid. It sounds dumb. That's why I don't do that shit. Or, I'm super fucking hype, what the fucking words be? You can't fuck with me, dog. You can't get with me. Like, it sounds dumb. Not to some idiot that hears my music and gets annoyed with me being monotone because these are the type of fucking fans that get attached to you and want you to dial down to their standard they'll think that shit is a breath of fresh air for you when you know it sounds stupid because you know when you send that song to someone else they'll say it sounds stupid because you know you don't realistically sound like that like Danny Brown talk about his voice all you want to but that little voice that he has he naturally talks like that He naturally talks like that, but it's what the fuck it is.